Chapter 1. Nigeria from a country to a nation. The role of the elected and the electorate towards ending corruption in Nigeria. Like you, most Nigerians have lost faith in the fight against corruption and the building of a new Nigeria. They believe that the fight against corruption is a lost cause, that it is one that is selective and meant to which hunt those who sternly oppose the policies of the ruling party. Corruption has eaten so deeply into the Nigerian system that attempting to cleanse the system of it seems like an impossible task. However, we must understand that the nation did not become this corrupt overnight. It took many decades of corrupt acts being perpetrated. Thus, it will take years of persistence, patience, sacrifice, and determination to cleanse the system of corruption. The most efficient tool for bringing an end to corruption. Our great country, Nigeria, is 60 years old. However, she still acts like a baby that is trying to find, find its feet. Like many other citizens, so much doubt fills my heart as to whether Nigeria will ever truly become the great nation God destined her to be. I strongly believe that great men like Pa Anthony Enahoro and Obafemi Awolowo, who fought for our independence from colonial masters, never envisaged that Nigeria would deteriorate to such a terrible state after all these years of independence. The one question that woke me up this morning is, how did we get here as a nation? As I pondered upon this very question, it dawned on me that a nation as great as Nigeria could only have found herself in this state because she has had only very few responsible and selfless leaders. The majority of its leaders have been corrupt, power-drunk, selfish, nepotistic, plainly inept, and disconnected from the realities of the masses. It is troubling that a country with such potential for greatness and plenty of natural resources, including oil, would face the ugly reality that most families and individuals find it hard to afford just one square meal a day. However, citizens of countries with less potential for greatness and scarce natural resources live far better lives. How did we get here? It does, it does seem like the labor of our heroes past have so far been in vain. When will Nigeria begin to live up to its name, potential, and natural resources. Unfortunately, this question seems years away from being answered. As many of those occupying sensitive positions in this great nation are selfish and have refused to take upon themselves the weight of responsibility required for effective leadership, they fail to understand that leadership is a call to service, a call to serve and better the lives of the people they swore to protect. They can afford more than three rich meals, sleep in big mansions and drive cars purchased with stolen funds. No doubt, corruption Corruption remains at the heart of all the pain, poverty, and hardship most citizens of this great nation experience daily. Corruption that is so deep beyond what we know or see, we can't even comprehend how deep this has eaten into our economy. What we know or hear is just the tip of the iceberg. The future of Nigeria looks very bleak, as virtually all sectors of the economy have been crippled by this bane of corruption. Health, education, 
economic and legal systems are all nothing to write home about. Most disheartening of all this is that the youth in whose hands Nigeria's destiny lies are following the footsteps of present corrupt leaders. Corruption means different things to different people. The common Nigeria views corruption in sense of stolen money, but there is more to the concept of corruption. In reality, not only those in positions of leadership and authority are guilty of corruption. At the very least, even the common person is corrupt. So what is corruption? Corruption is defrauding a person or people of their resources or opportunities. It entails diversion of or subversion of justice. It is diversion of funds. It means misappropriation of funds. When the war against corruption is targeted only at a select group of people, why those guilty of the same offense are left to move around about freely? It is also corruption. When a student expects his or a lecturer to score them highly, regardless of preparation and performance in exams, simply because the said lecturer is a father, uncle, or boyfriend, it is corruption. Bribing your way to getting a contract or giving kickbacks is corruption. A driver or car owner who offers to bribe his way out of the punishment meant for failure to renew his driver's license or car papers is corrupt. A man who buys kerosene or premium motor spirit and adulterates it with water or other liquids just to make more gain is corrupt. A mechanic who collects twice more than he should collect for buying a car part is corrupt. A sales girl who steals from her boss is corrupt. A teacher who cares more for other things than their core professional obligation to the students and peoples is corrupt. We are corrupt when we disobey the laws of the land in which we live and expect to walk away without being punished. The Nigerian system desperately cries out for change as corruption negatively affects virtually everything and everyone. Corruption cuts across age, gender, and industries in our country. Corruption has eaten so deeply into our country, into our economy, that a five-year-old child expects some money in return when he or she runs an errand for an elder. As adults... We often play along with these kids, offering them money as a form of reward when they return from such errands. These kids eventually grow up with the mentality that there is no free service anywhere. What happened to the days when anyone's child was everyone's child? Everyone accuses leaders of being corrupt, but we cannot effectively curb corruption at the top, as very many Nigerians, young and old, poor and rich, are guilty of the same vice in one way or the other. We might argue that some people are more corrupt than others are, but we fail to understand that it is a little act of corruption that produces people with an insatiable quest for acquiring illegal wealth. As citizens of this great nation, we must begin to reflect on ways that we have been corrupt to consciously work towards becoming incorruptible citizens in our homes, schools, churches, workplaces, and the society at large. If we as a nation are serious about reducing corruption to a bare minimum, we must start from when a child is at a very tender age. We must program children against corrupt corruption before they enter into schools by projecting before them the values of its integrity, contentment, selflessness, hard work, and honesty. We must equally let them know that living an incorruptible life has enormous benefits and the reverse bears huge consequences. The reason is that the force of continu- continuity and sustained perpetration plays 
a great role in keeping corruption afloat in our land. Even if we wipe out older men who are corrupt, the sequence um, continues with the younger citizens. Since both the old and young carry the same mentality, you need to look at you know the elections going on in our campuses to really have an idea of how deep corruption has eaten into our system. Little ones from the time of birth and from primary school to tertiary school level ought to be educated on the damaging effect of corruption on their pressing and the national economy at large. Corruption has eaten deeply into our system and that is why we must consciously purge and restructure the entire system. There needs to be rebuilding and building of systems that will outlast any single individual or group of persons for corruption always strives where there is corrupt system. To ensure that we completely wipe out corruption, we must understand that the responsibility lies with everyone. Parents, teachers, clergymen, educators, traders, lecturers, authors, musicians, actors, students, media, religious organizations, schools, and many others. Members of society must play their roles in ending corruption, no matter how insignificant such roles seem. The bulk of responsibility to ensure a corrupt-free system and integrity Leaning citizenry lies with parents whom God endowed with the responsibility of raising godly children, as well as teachers and religious leaders. Parents and educators must sensitize children to understand who they are, what they were created for, what God demands of them as citizens, as well as their individual responsibility to nation building. The media has a role to play in sensitizing the young against engaging in corrupt practices. These can be what we set out to achieve as a people and as a nation.